to show you. Hello, and welcome back to the Sirens of Scream. I will be your ghost host this evening, and I'm joined here by my favorite ghoul friends, <laughs> Jackie DeGore and Boo Coble. <laughs> <laughs> How you guys doing? Good. You doing good? Yeah. I figure we'll get right on into the topic tonight, um, since this is just a little mini-sode. One of the most famous bloodsuckers himself, old Bela Lugosi, once said, It is women who bear the race of bloody agony. Suffering is a kind of horror. Blood is a kind of horror. Women are born with horror in their bloodstream. Damn right. Hmm. And that is what we are here to celebrate tonight. Uh, women in horror. Woo! February is uh, Women in Horror Month. So, of course, we wanted to get in on that before the month is over. We live like every month is uh, Women in Horror Month. Yeah, we live that life. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to start us off by sharing a list compiled by two incredible female horror fiends in their own right. The Twisted Twins, a.k.a. the Saska Sisters. Oh! They put out an extensive list of female-directed movies to watch throughout the month. It's ridiculously cool. Yeah. It's great. A big surprise on a lot of these uh, directed by women um, movies. We have American Psycho, The Original Pet Cemetery, The Devil's Doorway, We Need to Talk About Kevin, Nightingale, The Stylist, For Nancis, Soulmate, A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, Punisher Warzone. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Which I think is one where, uh, if I remember correctly, the Punisher rips somebody's arm off and then <laughs> stabs them with it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, which, you know, only a woman could come up with that. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, we have The Lore, Jennifer's Body, Evangeline. Is that how you say, say it? Evangeline. Evangeline, thank you. Boxing Helena. Tank Girl. Fuck yes! Yeah, Tank Girl. I was excited <laughs> that that made it out here. Yes. Among Friends, Riot Girls, The Love Witch, Raw, Knives and Skin, Tigers Are Not Afraid, In My Skin, Little Woods, Satanic Panic, Near Dark, Boys Don't Cry, and Trouble Every Day. Such a good list. It's a good list, and I feel like I only know, like, 20% of these movies. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the same boat. There's like a handful of them that I know and love. And there's uh, quite a few of them that I've heard about and that are on my to-watch list. A few of these are some of my, like, are they're in my top 10 favorite horror movie list. Oh, really? Yeah. Which ones? Satanic Panic, which <laughs> so good. I haven't seen that. It is so... I was going to say, just based on that name, I want to watch that one for sure. It is so much fun. It's about a um, delivery driver, a pizza delivery girl that is sent to deliver pizza in the rich neighborhood mm -hmm. and doesn't get a tip from them. So she gets a, she tries to get uh, like brave to ask for a tip and shit goes down. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it's, it's awesome. <laughs> And of course, uh, Tigers Are Not Afraid is like in my top three. Issa Lopez, who wrote and directed that movie, she's incredible. And you should actually follow her on Twitter. She has a great Twitter feed and she talks a lot about horror in really great ways, too. And of course, 
American Psycho, which I had no idea was directed by a woman. I know. Right? That I feel like that one we know so well. And I also only recently learned that it was directed by a woman, which is fucking crazy. I had no idea. I feel like I should have known that. <laughs> I know. Me too. It makes me want to go rewatch it now. I feel like a different uh, point of view on it, I guess. Yeah. Oh, also the lore. The lore is so fucked up. That's the one with the disco mer- the disco sirens, right? Yeah, they're, uh, <laughs> I want to say they're Polish. There are the Polish that are like Czechoslovakian, but it's funny because it actually pulls uh, some actual details from the original Hans Christian Andersen Little Mermaid, mm-hmm. but then it combines it with this totally fucking off-the-wall horror show, and also with this like disco nightclub shit where- <laughs> yeah. They're weird songs. With, like, color, colorful lights and costumes, right? Yeah. I love it. It's so bizarre. <laughs> so when planning for this show, I was uh, sort of trying to put together almost like a, uh, um, like, cool trivia facts about women in horror. Mm-hmm. Alice Guy Blachet, I think that's how you say her last name, uh, was the first female director, and she shot hundreds of films between 1896 and 1920, including several horror movies such as like an adaptation of Edgar Allan Poe's The Pit and the Pendulum, The Vampire, and in 1914, uh, The Monster and the Girl. Her films used many cutting-edge techniques like double exposure, and though her name was forgotten as the decades wore on, her filmmaking directly influenced other directors such as Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Nia DaCosta is actually going to be the director for the new Candyman Candyman remake that's coming out. Yes. So awesome to having yet another woman director coming on. Freaking awesome. So stoked for that. Another thing that I recently learned about, The Babadook was written and directed by Jennifer Kent. And did you guys know that The Babadook is actually grief? I actually didn't know that until you told me the other day. (laughs) It makes sense. Yeah. I have been thinking about that. Like, it hasn't left my brain since she mentioned it a few days ago. And God, it makes sense. Like, warning for a spoiler alert here. But in the movie, the main lady and her kid um, have just suffered the loss of her husband. And uh, suddenly, this is when, like, Babadook comes into their life. Babadook! (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And the fact that they're, like, not really... They're trying to pretend that Babadook doesn't exist. Like, just ignore it. It's not there. That's how they were originally dealing with the grief of their lost loved one. And it just kind of progresses from there. Like, once I found that out, my mind was fucking blown. And I seriously messaged Jackie. Like, as soon as possible, I was like, Jackie, did you know this? Fucking blew my mind there. So good. That makes it so nice that the, the obviously, spoil, spoiler alert, that the ending is like, that you just have to learn to live with your grief. And it's something that is part of your life, you know? Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Catherine Bigelow is the only woman to have won uh, an Academy Award for Best Director. That was for 2009's The Hurt Locker, but she also directed Near Dark. Oh, cool. Yeah. XX is a horror anthology film with all women directors, such as Sophia... Sorry if I butcher these names. I wrote them down and I didn't even look up how to pronounce them. Sophia Carrillo? Carrillo. Jovanka Vukovic, I really should be better about this before we do shows, Annie Clark, Roxanne Benjamin, and Karen Kosama. I've heard really good things about it. I haven't seen it yet. Um, As soon as I found out about it, put it on my to-watch list. 
Uh, really excited about it. I feel like I've seen this, but I'm going to need to look it up to be reminded. With her film The Devil's Doorway in 2018, Aisling Clark was the first woman from Northern Ireland to make a horror movie. Uh, that's Ashlyn. Ashlyn, so. sorry. Thank you. Oh, I never would have guessed that. <laughs> I've been watching a few Gaelic shows lately. <laughs> that's awesome. And then, again, mentioned from the list above, uh, from earlier, A Girl Walks a Home Alone at Night, cinema's first Iranian vampire western, directed by Anna Lily Arm... Um, I'm, I'm poor. Fuck, I am terrible at names today. Blue, have you watched A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night yet? No, and it's on my list. And every time I see it, I'm like, oh, I need to watch that. And then I get distracted by something else. But it looks amazing. I've seen some of the stills from it, and it looks so good. It's so wonderful. And Sierra, mm-hmm. you and Melissa, like, hounded me for a year about not having watched it. When I finally did, I was like, oh, my God, how have I not watched this before? This is incredible. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Ida Lupino is known for being the only woman to have ever directed an episode of The Twilight Zone. The episode that she directed was 1964's The Masks. Which that blows my mind. There were so many episodes of The Twilight Zone. You guys could only get one woman. Yeah, how depressing is that? That's wild. Just a quick shout out to our favorite woman, uh, centric horror film, Death Proof. Fucking love that movie. Yes. Oh, hell yeah. I need to rewatch that one. (laughs) Oh, it's so... It's been a while. Yeah, that's definitely... I've seen that movie about a hundred times. I'm obsessed with it. I love it. That's such a fun watch. Oh, so good. So much fun. Well, I wanted to make sure that we gave a little bit of love to Shirley Jackson on this episode. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, Of course, after uh, the Hill House series, she's uh, maybe had a little bit of a rebirth uh, of of Shirley Jackson's stories. Which we are totally okay with. Yeah. 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 And she, I feel like even though she isn't always labeled as a horror writer, she's definitely contributed a lot to the genre kind of in, in her own way, you know? Yeah. Which I'm, I'm really surprised because I feel like a lot of the stories that she write really are horror. Right? But it's not like it's not... Uh, gore. Gore. Gory, kind of. That makes sense. Yeah, it's it's either supernatural or a lot of times psychological, which... Yeah. Honestly, I really love those, genre, those sub-genres a lot more myself. So. Yeah. When it came to mind of what, uh, the best way to celebrate women in horror month i immediately thought oh man well i gotta watch uh the exorcist yes. for linda blair for uh seeing linda blair in there yes watch shelly duvall in the shining so good or shelly duvall though. <laughs> i know <laughs> and then get some get some ripley action fuck yes oh, fuck yeah. go back to the first alien movie yes ultimate final girl ripley yes i think that that's gonna be our our, our whole weekend plan is <laughs> watching some awesome female leads yes you know they're remaking uh the exorcist how so like a new movie yeah because i know that they did the uh tv show adoption had i think two seasons or so and i started watching it and i just didn't get into it really i thought it was going to be another like extension of the exorcist sort of series i didn't realize it was going to be like the remake of the first one. Oh, maybe that is what it is is that it's an extension yeah, I just saw something about it, too, and I was like, ooh, another one. Oh, yeah, it's called Exorcist The Beginning. Dun, dun, oh. dun. <laughs> also want to slide in there with uh, Nia DaCosta, who's doing the uh, Candyman remake. Yes. She's also doing uh, directing Captain Marvel 2. Hell yeah. 
So just wanted to give uh, another shout out to some amazing women who are just creating incredible things. Most of these are on Instagram because that's just pretty much where I live when it comes to social media. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The first one is Dogzilla Lives. She creates insane monster sculptures. They're all one of a kind. Um, She sculpts them out of clay. There's shit tons of eyeballs, tentacle, teeth, really great textures. Mm -hmm. Everything looks good and slimy and slithery and (laughs) nice. Yeah, she makes fun, like, uh, light cover stuff, just framed work. Like, all of her stuff is just, like, really beautiful. It really does look like it's about to just, like wash right off of the meat like the frame or whatever it is that she's sculpting it on it's she's so good she's so talented another favorite of mine is ash underscore kc uh she creates these gorgeously creepy little dolls um like evil fairies she's got like little evil mushroom fairies and uh little beheaded voodoo dolls and all sorts of really fun stuff she hand makes everything she paints them they are absolutely fun i'm always uh creeping on her page and they're totally affordable most of the dolls range in between like 15 and like 30 dollars for the most part she does create some special edition type stuff really good they're so fun uh love them love the colors she's awesome that's honestly so affordable for awesome art dolls yeah seriously that's surprising they're not like huge. I would say that they're like between four and five inches, but the amount of work that she puts into them and how the just like the details, like the really cute details and fun stuff. Like I'm amazed. She's so good. And then another one um, I've actually mentioned before under a different name um, is now the Cosmic Butcher. She makes all of my favorite Mandy and Deathproof t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. She also recently designed a tarot deck. I really love her stuff. She's always posting good stuff. She's totally obsessed with Mandy, just like I am. So super fun, super cool. She's really nice. Check it out. She makes great shirts, great cards. She also has like um, a Romeo and Juliet, the old uh, Leonardo DiCaprio one. Oh Mm -hmm. God, I love that one. Oh, so good. She's got a bunch of artwork and cards and stuff made up and they are so cool. Nice. Uh, Another creator is Six Soaps. She just makes fucking killer soaps inspired by great horror movies <laughs> she's got ones of serial killers she made a post today about um she's got a human teeth soap that she put some blood on <laughs> awesome <laughs> awesome she also made a an amazing uh shining soapbox with like the twins on it and uh jack and uh, one that says red rum and she's also got some like Disney theme stuff. She's also got like a Jurassic Park uh, soap set that she had that was a is a giant T Rex skull and then a dinosaur egg soap bar. And it like the top of this of uh, the dinosaur egg soap bar was kind of like wiped away so you could see the dinosaur inside the dinosaur egg. Oh, that sounds too good to use. Like yeah, right. I would just keep it in my bathroom and never use it. Just have a fucking soap collection going on. Yeah, her stuff is so good. Like she puts, like she shows, like hand painting a lot of these pieces. She has um, a they live set coming out in the next couple months, I think. And just the process that she goes through to make each soap is just it blows my like I have no attention for that she deserves some sort of award for just the patience but her stuff is just gorgeous and it's also 
pretty fair price considering how much work she put in she puts into it a lot of the bars are only 10 bucks and they're good sized and they last a really long time and they smell amazing she has some um um some black peeps coming out for easter that are toasted marshmallow scented and i'm so excited what oh god (laughs) i'm gonna need those yes uh super cool and again that's six soaps and then uh one creator that is sort of on a break at the moment but if you haven't heard of her definitely check it out uh arsonist apple pie uh she takes women killers or women serial killers and she puts a fun perspective on their stories she tells them uh from her like she becomes a character and then she sort of tells the story of how it went like how it went down what happened their feelings or emotions taking that sort of uh, creative spin to it. But then she also takes these really incredible pinup photos to go with the scene. What? Yeah. Oh, she's so, so good. Totally beautiful. She's got a huge series. So just start from the beginning and go nuts. Really good. The last one um, was a woman who killed her boyfriend and she's got like a car on fire in the background. It's great. Whoa. (laughs) What What a great art project. Right? You already had me at the name Arsonist Apple Pie, but damn. Yeah, she's really good. And um, the break that she's on right now is for health reasons. So I'm really hoping that she uh, starts posting again. But yeah, phenomenal. Arsonist Apple Pie. Super good. I love her. Very cool. Amazing. Before we um, wrap up here, I do want to also give a quick shout out to Christine McConnell, I feel like any women in horror list is kind of incomplete without her these days. Yeah, her crafts are amazing. And also mentioned, um, we did have a an incredible interview with the Soska sisters. It's back in our archive there, so you can see that yes. at SirenToScream.com. That was such a good episode. They are so fun. So fun. They are so fun to talk to. Oh my God. <laughs> They're so quick-witted too. God, I love them. Yes. So before we sink back into the briny depths, I wanted to give a shout out to our siren behind the scenes, Dawn, Woo! who has been filling our social media with lots of horrific goodies. Thank you, Dawn! Woohoo, Dawn! Dawn's been doing a great job. Um, also want to thank Drew for editing the show and to Terravision Graveface Magic for providing music for us. Always awesome. You can hit us up at Sirens Podcast on Facebook and Twitter or silent sirens pod on instagram or email us at sirens at sirenswithscream.com i'm at sierra hauk on instagram and twitter jackie where can people find you i'm jackie the robot on twitter and instagram and blue what about you and i am blue Ironworker on instagram nice we will see you all on the other side <laughs>